today. You might have a bit of wind in the microphone today. It's a massive big sea out here at Bondi. I've just seen eight people get rescued. Not so funny for the people in the river. Just moving around the back. About 30. About to do their surf life saving training. Uh, they, full on. <laughs> How's your day today? I hope it's great. I'm in the middle of writing a very long blog article, which probably 10 people will read, but that's 10 more than would have read it had I not done it, I suppose. And that's about emotion and all self-help that you read about on the internet or find or get trained in at work. It's about emotion. The question I'm going to ask you is training yourself in self-help topic emotion. I'm not so sure that the end result of it is exactly what you're expecting. Let's go through. Firstly, all emotion is a life. So no matter how well trained you get in the topic of emotion, the mind. And that might be some circumstances, it's a great way to maneuver yourself and present personality to the world. But God, it takes a lot of energy faking it. Secondly, all emotion is a reaction. So, there's a big wave coming into the beach. It's nothing to do with an emotion. The information comes in through my senses, hits me in the leg, water's cold, it bounces me off the wall, or it's big, or it's awesome, and I get an opinion about it. So information comes, arrives as an event. There is no emotion, whether it's a car accident or a yellow t-shirt, it's just events. Then we go through the filter, feel something, think something, and have an emotion. So 100% of all emotions, no matter how hard you train yourself in self-help and corporate training and mindfulness and all these wonderful things, 360-degree reviews by HR departments, all of this is just emotional manipulation, training yourself to perform like a monkey, to beat the drum when you're told, and be liked. Unfortunately, a fair bit of corporate living is about emotional transactions. 
never this concentration. People get more tired than they need to because they spend a huge amount of time, firstly, doctoring their emotions to suit the corporate protocol, and secondly, re reinventing themselves, reinventing their emotions. But there, but that never stops. And so always faking, always processing and rethinking, thinking, thinking about thinking and thinking about thinking about thinking, then thinking about rethinking. I'm not sure that's really what everybody sets out to do when they decide they're going to do self-help. All emotions come from two places. Fear of the future and guilt about the past. So, one of the tricks, techniques, that is shared by Eckhart Tolle is being the now. Power and presence. The power of the now, or whatever it's called. Which is a ridiculous notion. Because if you live in the now, you live in emotion. You live in the zone of pleasure. Because right now, nothing else matters. If you live in Certainty, confusion, futureness, there's another thing, and that's emotionless. And we fear this place because in emotionlessness, there are two dichotomical places from which we state of perfect stillness, and in stillness there's absolute emptiness. It's bloody spooky, and if you just be silent for 30 seconds in a meeting, people think something's gone wrong. So they're frightened. People are frightened of stillness. The other extreme of emotionlessness is inspiration. But inspiration is like a non-pleasure-driven, targeted experience of thought that you didn't think. It's, it's, a, it's a guidance, it's a grace, it's something bigger than yourself. And we're frightened of that because we want to assert some level of our expectations on building a family and building a business and building things. And we quite often feel that those inspirations are in conflict with each other. Because we're frightened of the emptiness and we're frightened of the inspiration, most people go to emotion, the middle. They get caught somewhere between being themselves, being inspired, being in stillness. It's a safety zone, a war zone. But that's where we try to change the outer world so that the inner world remains unblemished or untamiled or untouched. It's a really shit place to be, but this is called self-help. 
and the middle ground is what I try uh, over and over again with my coaches to help people avoid at all costs. Stillness, that's complete emptiness. It's like a white sheet, a white piece of paper. You know nothing. And inspiration is where you sit down and you receive from the universe of thought and you accept it and you mould that into your activities of the day. Think it or think it. Find a purpose bigger than yourself. Think it or think it. So, I guess the message for today is uh, read the blog. Because uh, uh, hopefully what I'm saying now becomes radically clear to you in the, in the blog, even if it's not clear on the podcast. Well, I stand here at the moment watching, I don't know, two metre waves and people going down the face of those waves. It just reminds me of when you see some people, they paddle with mediocrity toward the, toward the wave. And then they, you can see it's a half-hearted effort. And then they typically get caught between going, going for it and not going for it. And then the wave takes them into it. And that's emotion, is when we're, we're not fully in and we're not fully out. We're half in, half out, and the wave, the, the world, people, emotions just take us on a journey. And it's funny to watch, but it mustn't be very funny to be on that wave. It must be very, very frightening. I hope you can hear the waves in the background, it's quite magnificent. And, uh, and uh, read the blog, bye for now.